the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs, a local community faith program from 100.7. The Word. And welcome to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Great to have you listening today on 100.7 FM, The Word. That's KGFT right here in Colorado Springs, a live local radio program for you, uh, residents of Colorado Springs. And uh, I'm your host today, Chris Gould, and in the studio with me is my friend, Audrey Beckett. Audrey, great to have you in the studio. Thank you. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Gateway Prayer Garden and Resurrection Sunday, which is coming up this Sunday, April 9th. And we'll tell you more about the special service there. But Audrey, um, it's been a joy to get to know you. I'm fairly new to the community, but you're not. You've been here for quite a long time. And I would love if you would just take a couple minutes and let us know a little bit about your background and maybe how you came to faith. Well, I came to faith when I was just a little girl. My aunt was preparing to go as a missionary to India. She was at Biola, and she would babysit us. And one night, she was babysitting us, and uh, she said, would you like to ask Jesus to come into your heart? And I said, yes, I was four years old. Hmm. My brother was five. And so she led both of us in a prayer to ask for our sins to be forgiven. Let me tell you, at four, you know what your sins are. Hmm. And, And so... We did that, and we invited Jesus into our heart, and we've been walking with him ever since. Uh, obviously, you have times in your life when you're very close to the Lord, and and um, I've had many of those. But that early decision to accept Jesus in my heart, she left for India the next year, and so every night at bedtime, I would kneel down by my bed and we would pray for Aunt Lil and the little girls in India. Wow. And she went to work for Ramavai Mukti Mission, which at that time was a orphan work started by a very influential woman um, leader in India. And they had a thousand little girls in the orphanage. And every month I would get a little buds and blossoms from my aunt who was doing... Um, all of the promotion for the ministry as well as running the high school. And you'd see this picture of this darling little girl, and then you'd see the original picture when she came in, just maybe two or three pounds. Mm. And uh, and so I was really impacted by that. And in those days, they didn't have, um, if you didn't want a girl child, um, you just buried her alive. Mm. And so an uncle or a grandfather would come and, and dig her up, basically, and bring her to the mission. Oh, my god! And we didn't know if they would live or die, but almost all lived. And the most vibrant, wonderful little girls, I had a chance to go there several times, um, and loved Jesus. And that love of Jesus just went right through all the way down. 
their matron mothers, the missionaries that were there. And they did, she stayed 50 years in India. And um, at the end, um, when she um, retired from Ramabai, the Lord told her to start a work for the deaf. And so she started at 65 years old. She started to work for the deaf mm. and stayed till she was 80. And, and God used her mightily to really bring the word of the Lord, the understanding of who Jesus was, to deaf people. Mm. And hundreds made decisions um, uh, for Jesus. You know, this really helps me understand your love for India because it started when you were just a little girl with your aunt. And so you saw the fruit of real effective mission work in India, you know, from a very, very early age. Yes. Yes. Well, on today's program, we have Audrey Beckett. She's the co-founder and president of the Gateway Prayer Garden right here in Colorado Springs. And um, she's sharing a little bit about her faith and her global uh, interest in ministry around the world, including India, which I know is very, very close to your heart. And the Prayer Garden, which is located south um, in Fountain, and I've been there a couple of times, and it has really come a long, long way from my first visit there. And uh, I'm real excited about what's coming up on this Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. You're having a very special service there. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, ever since I was a young girl, um, we would go to resurrection services, community resurrection services in Southern California, which is where I grew up. And we would go sometimes climb a mountain or we would go to a city park or wherever they were having the service. And you'd get there early when it was still dark. And then the sunrise comes up over the mountain or over the park and the glory of the Lord. And then you just start praising the Lord and singing. And Mm -hmm. he's risen. Up from the grave he arose. He lives. And there's this tremendous sense of this Lord, our Savior, um, that we worship because the grave couldn't hold him. Mm-hmm. He rose. <laughs> and and every year, it's like a new experience. You're in a different place with your walk with the Lord. And there's just this amazing joy and, 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 and powerful worship. And the presence of the Lord is there. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to miss it. Every every Easter or Resurrection Sunday, you want to be at one of these services wherever you are, because you you never feel that same excitement and and joy. First thing in the morning, you're so right, boy. As you were even just describing that, I was thinking back when Michelle and I and our four kids lived in Jupiter, Florida, and we would go to an early sunrise service on Resurrection Sunday and bring the kids. And, of course, you got to get up at you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock, get everybody looking spick and span with the clothes and, and everything. But 6 a.m. we were there and had a chance to watch the sunrise up over the ocean as the pastor was preaching and sun you know, peeking through the clouds and over the ocean and coming into the sanctuary and our hands raised and singing the praises of God. It was beautiful. And you just described it so well. And the thing about the community service is 
that everyone is welcome. Exactly. Right. So no matter what church you're a member of, you could be part of a large local church. You could be part of a Catholic church, a Greek Orthodox church. It doesn't matter. You could come and worship with us. Yes. On resurrection morning, right at the prayer garden, just in the last minute or so before our first break, if you just let us know exactly where the prayer garden is and how folks can get there and maybe even how they can get more information on this resurrection Sunday service. Yes. You drive south on I-25. You get off at exit 132A, which is directly across from Fort Carson. And then you come on the frontage road, Bandley Drive. We're down about quarter of a mile, and you'll see the big cross, and you should see a lot of people, and we'll be singing and praising the Lord. And again, start at six thirty. Six thirty. Yes. Okay. This year the sun doesn't rise till six thirty. So we want last year it was six. So we <laughs> wanted to give folks a little bit of a time break there. And uh it'll be a little bit warmer then. And it warms up, you know, as you get into the sun coming up. So it should be a wonderful time. And you can go up to um gatewayprayergarden.org and you'll see pictures of the cross, pictures um, from the last Resurrection Sunday, and and lots of things that we have added since. There's a wonderful altar in the middle of the cross where the Lord told us, I want an altar of remembrance of all the faithfulness of the Lord, just like he would tell Moses mm-hmm. and Joshua out in the wilderness there. And he'd say to them, build an altar as you come through the Jordan and have parted the Jordan. You've walked through on dry land. Build me an altar, not to sacrifice animals. To build me an altar of remembrance. The stones mm-hmm. go straight up to remember my faithfulness every time you see it. And so he told me to do the same. Oh, my gosh, that's so beautiful. You're listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. We're going to be back in just a minute after our first break. And uh, that's the voice of Audrey Beckett. We'll be back in just a couple minutes right here on Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. And welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. I am blessed to be your guest host today, Chris Gould. And in the studio with me is Audrey Beckett. And uh, if you weren't with us in the first segment, you're going to just get this infectious love for God and love for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and also this beautiful opportunity to be part of the Resurrection Sunday service coming up this Sunday uh, right in Fountain at the Gateway Prayer Garden. Now, Audrey, I was there about two years ago. First time, walk through the dusty path along the river and back around, and you had a temporary little building, but the, the walkway wasn't there, the cross wasn't, so much wasn't there. And I went about maybe three, four months ago. What an amazing transformation that's taken place. Yes, yes it is wonderful. And uh, a lot of volunteer help that we've had and a lot of um, direction 
from the Lord as to what he wanted to see in the garden. We didn't know it first. And uh, as we put the cross on the ground, we laid it out with these big stones. They're like cement stones, and they also become prayer benches. And on the top of those, we put all of the cross, the scriptures, Mm -hmm. right out of the Bible. And so we have about 80 scriptures that are along these blocks that form the cross. So as you walk the cross, it's about 16 feet wide, you look over and you read the individual scriptures, and they start with, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then they go into God created man in his own image. Male and female, he created them. God was very specific. And then he formed us in our mother's womb. And he has plans for us, plans to prosper us, plans for good, um, not for evil, to give us a future and a hope. And it goes through as God created. And then it goes into um, the right arm of the cross And that area is where Jesus paid the price for our sins, that we could be set free of sins and we could know him as our Lord and our Savior. And it has a small statue there of Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane and all the scriptures about praying and that he bore our sins on the cross. He went to the cross knowing the shame and the guilt, but he did it for our sakes. And then we walk, and it has the different verses so that we can know the Lord. And then you get to the cross, and it's, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Amen. And then the power of that cross where he He is the one that defeated the evil one and gave us freedom from the demonic um, things that the enemy tries to insert into our lives. And we have power over that through the blood of Jesus and the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. Yes. Well, I mean, that is, you just gave such a beautiful description. And for those who haven't been there, it's a beautiful property. Um, it's south uh, down uh, in Fountain. The Gateway Prayer Garden is just south of Colorado Springs off I-25, exit 132A. And you can walk that path. And what I found, those scriptures are just so perfectly placed. I've walked every inch of that walkway and read through every one of those scriptures. And there's such great thought into which scriptures. The arms of the prayer garden are wide open to welcome anybody Believer, non-believer, if you'd like to come down and be part of this and you don't even know who Jesus is, we'd welcome you on Resurrection Sunday to be there. Pastor Jeff Anderson will be preaching the message. Of course, we've got great confidence and love for Jeff, a native of Fountain himself, and uh, he serves as the senior advisor uh, for faith outreach for the office of Congressman Doug Lamborn and He's a former pastor, well, still preaching and teaching, and uh, every time I'm around him, he's got a word. He's just fantastic. So he'll be bringing the message. We'll have a chance to sing together, watch the sunrise together, and you'll have a chance to spend the morning there. And then, look, if you'd like to go to your own church, uh, you can do that. Um, you know, again, this starts at 630. Um, you think we'll be done 
by by 7.30 or so? Please. Okay, so plenty of time to get you back on the road and get you back up to uh, your church, wherever that might be. And, of course, if you want to linger and stay and pray, the walk is, um, is let's see, that would be, I guess, east of where you are, down along the river. There's a wa- beautiful pathway, walkway with some benches for for praying for the different segments of our community, the business community, the academia, media, different segments. You instituted that as well, too. Tell us how that all came about. Well, you know, God calls us in prayer into different areas of our community, of our life. In addition to, he calls us into praying for different nations. And so, The seven mountains or the seven spheres of society, the Lord gave that to both Bill Bright and to the head of YWAM. And in the same day, in Colorado, was there a vacationing here? And he said, I want people to understand they're serving in all of these different spheres of society as employees, as owners of businesses, as teachers, as as educators, as radio hosts and media, mm-hmm. as people. These are the areas that influence our lives. And there's seven specific areas. And of course, government, one, education, like you mentioned, media, the entertainment, the church, the family, and, and government. Mm-hmm. I don't think I mentioned that. Anyway, and so we need to not only be involved in those, we need to pray into those mm-hmm. and get God's plans and purposes that he wants to see fulfilled in each of these areas. And, and people's lives, they spend their whole lives in these areas. And that's a ministry. It's not just the church. You know, so long we had relegated ministry to the church. No, it's the factory you work in. It's the police shift that you take mm-hmm. and you're out on the streets. It's the moms at home influencing the kids. It's the teachers. You know, it's the government officials with with laws and the lawyers and all of the different people, the taxi drivers, you know, that influence so many people just what they share in their cab. Mm-hmm. And so everywhere we are is an opportunity for us to share what Jesus means to us. That's right. And and we don't take those opportunities so often, but as we begin to walk on the trails and pray on the trails and our mind is focused into that, God gives us ideas and gives us ways to pray, opportunities, doors to be opened, that we can really be pastors wherever we are. We can bring the good news of Jesus wherever we are. Mm. What a powerful testimony. And, and that's a part of the Gateway Prayer Garden, again, located just south of Colorado Springs, uh, south on I-25, exit 132A. Uh, that's the voice of Audrey Beckett. She's the co-founder and president of Gateway Prayer Garden right in Colorado Springs. And she's sharing with us today. And we're real excited about you joining us for Resurrection Sunday, this Sunday, April 9th. That's Easter Sunday morning, and it's going to start at 6.30 in the morning. It's just an hour long. Of course, you can stay as long as you'd like. It'll, I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful 
Sunday morning, uh, Resurrection Sunday for all of those here in our community. You're welcome. No charge. Plenty of parking. And uh, it's right across the street from the main entrance to Fort Carson. So I hope you'll make plans to attend. Plenty of time for you to get back to your local church uh, on Easter Sunday, but make plans to join us right down there at the Gateway Prayer Garden. We'll have more in just a couple minutes with our special guest, Audrey Beckett, right here on Colorado Springs 100.7 FM, The Word. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7, The Word. And welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. I am your blessed host today, Chris Gould, and in the studio with Audrey Beckett, talking about the Gateway Prayer Garden, Resurrection Sunday, um, how you came to faith. Just, I, I'd like to go back, the whole vision for Gateway Prayer Garden, how did that come to you? Just tell us a little bit about that process. Well, my husband, Ted, and I, are land developers, and we were developing that section of land right along the freeway, and we had planned on selling this land and giving the money and using it into India and Israel. My husband had a ministry in Israel, and I have a real heart and a ministry in Odisha, India. And so the Lord um, impacted us. One day we get a call just out of the blue from a good friend, John Podiety of Bibles for the World. Mm-hmm. And he says, I just met a fellow at the National Religious Broadcasters Association. I was just there. And he said that he had an experience about 10 years ago where the Lord stopped him along the freeway uh, right just south of uh, Colorado Springs there and said, this is where I want the next prayer garden. So he's been just carrying that word and all of a sudden, when I met him, I said, well, I know who owns that land. And so he gave me all kinds of literature and said, have him call me. So Ted gave him a call, and he and Dwight Johnson of Colorado Springs here went down to see this prayer garden in mm-hmm. Texas. And I was home and praying and seeking the Lord for, really, what is he calling us to do here? And that was the start of it. And as I sought the Lord more and more, I now have a notebook of all the notes and the words the Lord gave me and the scriptures and what he wanted to see happen and and accomplish there. And I finally realized he really wants this. He said, uh, I am not through with Colorado Springs. I want my people to know me. I want them to have a place where they can come anytime, day or night, cry out to me, pray for their lives, their families, their communities, and and um, and I don't want it closed. Many churches lock the, the, the churches, you know. But he wanted an open place. And my husband had always loved praying, walking and praying, walking and praying. He says, for men of God, as you walk and pray, there is a energy that's released and a and a and a, a plugging into the Lord in a way you can't do inside a building or sitting at home in a chair. You are out there with the Lord and the land that he created, and you are crying out to him for his plans and purposes to be established. And men that don't know God and women need to have a place where they can find the Lord. 
and people just traveling along the highways. We see crosses now coming up all along the highways in the U.S. And God is calling men of God and women of God to raise up crosses as a reminder to just people traveling, truck drivers, others, that God is real. God is the creator of the universe, and he loves us, and he has a plan for our lives. And so began to unfold what he wanted in this garden. Wow. Well, you know, so many things, just as you are speaking, I'm thinking about as even my wife, Michelle, and I walk our neighborhood. Yes. You know, the way you described it, you know, we do, we kind of start a little slow and then we start to build up a little momentum and then we're talking and then we're praying together and we've been doing it for years and and it is a powerful combination. And that's what you have down in the Gateway Prayer Garden, yes. in addition to the area that is near the front with the pavers and the large stones for sitting and the scriptures and the cross and the rocks of remembrance that you've installed. That is all towards the front. But then there's a great little loop along that river, and it ends up in this tomb that you've created a lifelike tomb. And I've been in that little tomb and it's a, it's a replica of the tomb that Jesus left. And uh, he was dead buried behind that rock and he busted out of the grave on Easter on resurrection Sunday. And so um, as you were describing that, that is a part of the resource that's right here in our community. You know, many years ago, I understand they used to have an annual Resurrection Sunday service at the Garden of the Gods. And uh, and now I think this this can really take the place of what took place there. This is now kind of the new place that folks can gather. Yes, I, we feel it is the community place for Resurrection Sunday. And... There's such a sense when you're there. Um, 20 years ago, they stopped doing them at the gate at um, Garden of the Gods. And that really, um, um, I was grieved by that. And so when this opportunity came, it's like not only are you out in nature, but you also, you're actually sitting in the cross mm. and you have this sense you're looking at the cross in front of you, but you're sitting, we put the chairs in the cross, and there's something about that. The Lord said to me as we developed it, you know, the cross shows my love for the people. Mm-hmm. Whatever it took, I died, which was the most that I could do, so my people would know me and know my love for them. But the tomb shows my power, the mm-hmm. empty tomb. I rose. Mm-hmm. I am in charge. I have all power. All authority comes to me. And and the altar he had me build in the middle is my glory. And he said to me, if you build it according to my plan, my glory will dwell there. And it's like a portal. You know, people are talking about portals that they have experienced where the glory of the Lord seems to be there. And the Lord told me this would be a portal. Mm. Like Jacob's ladder in the dream, it's a portal that connects heaven and earth But his glory is there. And as you read the names of God on these white stones in gold, and and the water of the word is just coming down, and the water of the Trinity, 
You have three bubbling fountains coming down to represent the Trinity. But the cleansing of the word, the cleansing as we pray and ask for forgiveness. He says, if you confess your sins, I'm faithful and just to forgive your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And uh, Ted used to call that the Christian bar of soap. (laughs) <laughs> Every time morning he would take a shower, he'd get cleaned on the outside and cleaned up on the inside. Oh my gosh, I so love that. And that that we all need that. The Christian life is not, you know, we confess our sins and we trust Jesus and then we live perfect lives. We need this verse all the time. We we need to continually be cleansing exactly. our 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 consciences, our our hearts, our hands. We need to confess our sins one to another, but most importantly, confessing our sins to God, because he is faithful and just to forgive us of those sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. What a beautiful, beautiful story. Well, you've done it. There's no reason why anyone listening can't come down for Resurrection Sunday to the Gateway Prayer Garden this Sunday, Easter Sunday, right here in Colorado Springs. So just south of the city in Fountain, that's uh, exit 132 off I-25 South. Uh, Easy to get to. Everyone's welcome. It doesn't matter if you're a Presbyterian, if you're a Southern Baptist. It doesn't matter if you go to a non-denominational church. Maybe your Church of God, maybe your Church of Christ, maybe you're Catholic, maybe you're Greek Orthodox. Maybe you don't even have a faith. You are welcome to come join us for the message from Pastor Jeff Anderson. Uh, We're going to sing together. We're going to rejoice in the truth that Jesus Christ rose from the dead 2,023 years ago, approximately. And that is good news for all of us. Audrey will be there. I'm going to be there with Michelle. Uh, Jeff Anderson will be preaching the message, and there'll be many, many people from many communities around the Colorado Springs area right there at the Gateway Prayer Garden this Sunday for Resurrection Sunday. We hope you'll be there. Bring your family. Bring your kids. Everyone is welcome. And uh, we're going to jump into our final segment in just a minute right here on Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is FM 100.7, The Word. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7, The Word. Good God Almighty. And welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. So grateful to have you listening to The Word, 100.7 FM, right here in Colorado Springs. Man, is it beautiful here blessed and grateful to be part of your day. We're in our final segment with our special guest, Audrey Beckett, talking about the Gateway Prayer Garden and the Resurrection Sunday service coming up this Sunday, April 9th. Uh, It's a sunrise service, so 6.30 a.m. is the start time. You might want to bring a jacket, might be a little chilly, but as that sun comes up, it'll be beautiful. Uh, the service is 6.30 to 7.30, and Pastor Jeff Anderson will be bringing the message. Um, Audrey, when we left off the last segment, um, one of the things that it's apparent to me, you know, as we walked through the trail along the river and we saw the different segments, the little sections with benches 
for the military, for government, for media, for business, for entertainment, I think, and multiple others, as you mentioned earlier. I kind of felt like I got a bit of a God-given assignment when I was there, and um, and that was for the media. And, um, and so I imagine that's probably, is that part of your future plans for the prayer garden is to help people get their God-given assignment at the prayer garden? Exactly. We feel that God has given everybody an assignment that nobody else can really fulfill. Mm-hmm. He's created us with certain gifts, abilities, understandings, passions, and and he's given us an assignment. He's got us here on this earth to worship him, to know him, to communicate with him, and then to go out and do the assignment that he wants us to do. Mm. And it's very important that people in a place where they can really communicate with the Lord, they can sit along the river in these benches, they can be alone, private, or they can have a whole group there with them praying into an area of the sphere of society, one of those seven mountains, or they can be praying for their own lives and what you're saying to them. But it's a place to hear you more clearly. Mm. And we all want to hear you and hear what your plan is. Well, it's, it's, there are, there are several areas at this prayer garden that are just stunningly beautiful. I mean, the front area with the, the pavers and the large stones and the cross is absolutely stunning. The walkway, the little segments under the grove of trees, there's several with the river right there. It's absolutely beautiful. And then the, the empty tomb, kind of as you turn the corner around that loop, you come to the empty tomb. And so there are many areas that God could speak to people along the way. I mean, I think the way you've designed it allows for God to speak to people in just the way he wants to speak to them while they're there. Right. That's what we feel. And one of the segments of the cross, one of the arms of the cross, we have a large globe out of stainless steel, and we have all the scriptures there out of three of the Gospels that are are the call to the nations, the call to the assignments God's given us. And we believe some people will find their call to a nation there. Mm -hmm. My call is to India. My husband's was to uh, Israel. And I pray for many nations. In a building, we're going to be building a prayer and worship center, and we're going to have a huge map of the world. And as we lay our hands on the map, there is a anointing that comes as we pray for nations. We, we watch the news. We see what are the issues that we need to be bringing God into the scene, as it were, and his power, his anointing, his plan for that nation. And and we will have um, a television screen that will be playing current events in different nations of the world. We don't really hear very well what's happening in the nations. Mm-hmm. And we get things from different ministries that are working with the persecuted church. But when you realize there's 45 active conflicts going on around the world and persecution of Christians and and some of it is planned some of it is inadvertent like you know you have 
earthquakes or you have, you know, the earthquake in Turkey right now in Mm -hmm. Syria. And we all that's all we know. We don't understand the intricacies of the the needs of the people and 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 what God would have us to do in that situation. But as we pray and seek the Lord, Mm. we will have the globe there with the continents. We're going to have the nations out on on a, a piece of uh, concrete and, and uh, have all the nations in the world there on about 100 foot by 50 foot so we can walk the nations as mm. we're praying. Mm. And God is doing so much in the nations. And and it isn't acts of God that cause problems. It's acts of the devil that mm-hmm. cause problems. Our enemy. Right. God is bringing in the answer mm-hmm. to what the enemy meant for confusion, chaos, you know, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. God comes to bring life. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be praying in the life of God, the provision of God, the plans of God, what he wants us to do, both in prayer, some in going, some in giving. But but the Christian life is one of active participation with God in what he wants to see happen on his earth. Wow. I'm telling you, that's the voice of Audrey Beckett. And if you don't get fired up about what God's doing and listening to that voice, I don't know what's going to get you. But uh, you talked a little about Israel. Yes. Talked a little bit about the new building. How yes. about the military? Oh, the military. That's one of God's favorite. And we see building a tribute to the military. We have these amazing panels um, done in color on on metal that show the different branches of the service and the things that they're doing. And we just have an area there as a tribute to the protectors of our freedom. You know, they're the protectors of our freedom here and they're the protectors of our freedom in nations around the world. Mm-hmm. And the Lord told me that he wants to use the military because they understand obedience. And God's looking for people that understand obedience, and they'll do what he tells them to do. And the military, once they get saved and set free, and the Spirit is living within them, and they understand obedience, there's no telling what God's going to (laughs) do. He's going to send them on assignments, and the government pays the cost of the assignment, and they get into amazing areas in the government Mm -hmm. and the militaries of these other nations. And they can pray on site. They can give their expertise and their help to bring about saving lives all over the world. Some of them are in embassies and guarding embassies. God has them in places of great influence. Mm -hmm. And as they listen to his voice, he's going to use them. So this area, as we build it out, we have a big sign coming the garden for the tribute to the protectors of our freedom. And we have another on the other side of the cross where we're going to do some things with Israel. You know, God said in his word, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And that peace is not just freedom of strife. It's for the nation to do well. And right now they're struggling with their Mm, leadership. Right. And we need to be praying for them. And, and God will give us his prayers as we seek him and as we read the word. You know, we can pray the word, and the Lord says he sends his word, and the word is will not return void. So as we make the word the center of our prayers and the center of our focus, the Lord's going to show us 
Those prayers that need to be prayed today, just like King David prayed them in Psalms, those prayers are alive and active today Mm. as we apply them. And so we're going to have a wailing wall, and we're going to have some things um, that remind us of how God worked with his people in the land of Israel. And he is bringing the the Jews and the Christians together in a new way to worship the Lord. You know, we both worship the same God, and and we need to be working together and partnering together to bring in his kingdom here on earth. Wow. Now, listen, we're going to have our time where our time is gone, but you have done just a masterful job of painting the picture about the Gateway Prayer Garden. Make plans this Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, April 9th, 630, just south of Colorado Springs. Make plans to be there with us this Sunday, friend. We can't wait to see you there. Thank you, Audrey. Grateful for your time today. And we'll see you next time, friend, on Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Then you came along. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.